Hey, it's Brian. If you'd love to work in the sport industry, you're more than just a fan. In just 12 months, earn the degree that will bring you closer to your dream job, a master's degree in sport business at Newman University. You'll learn sport marketing, event management, social media communication, and so much more. Whether you've just graduated or been in the workforce for years, Newman's master's degree in sport business can teach you the skills that are in demand. I'm a big fan of this program. I've met many of the professors and students. I've spoken on panels there and loved the experience. They do an amazing job at Newman. They know what matters in the sport industry, and they are ready to teach it to you. So check them out today. Visit newman.edu slash sportbusiness. Two things. Newman is N-E-U-M-A-N-N. So it's newman, N-E-U-M-A-N-N, dot E-D-U slash business. Notice, not sports business, sport business. All right, let's start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Hey everybody, I'm Brian Clapp, VP of Content and Engaged Learning at WorkInSports.com, and this is the Work in Sports Podcast. Big news before we get into the stat line and today's question. As some of you may have read, Work in Sports has been acquired by iHire. Now, before panic ensues, this was not a hostile takeover like in the movies. We wanted this, we angled for this, we pushed for this iHire is an awesome company, one we have long admired. In fact, our CEO, John Meller, and their CEO, Steve Fluck, are good friends, even before this deal. So this was like a good thing. We wanted this to happen. A cut to the chase and oversimplify this whole process. They, iHire, have way, way, way more resources than we do, which means we can do more to help you, sports job seekers, and you, sports employers. This is good. The tools and advantages of the steel will be explained in the months to come because I'm all focused on how this benefits you. Like, why would you care about us merging with iHire unless it benefits you? Well, it does. So I'm going to focus on a lot of stuff in the months to come as we work through our integration process. I'll be adding some quick segments here and there to introduce you to new tools from the iHire and Work in Sports platform aimed to help you land your dream job or hire your next great employee. So... We will be set up to help you dominate more efficiently than ever before, which is great. I'm excited. Can you tell? If you have questions about stuff like this or for the Monday podcast, because as you know, I like to answer fan questions on Monday. None of that's stopping. Okay. I'm available in all sorts of ways. There's LinkedIn, right? You can connect me there. We have a private Facebook group for this year podcast. You can connect with me there. My email still works that I've given out many times on this uh, before, bclap at workinsports.com. If you haven't learned how to spell my name, that's on you. Um, so that's good. And just so you all know too, this podcast will grow. Our new team is highly committed to its growth and reach, which fires me up. So don't worry about that. I'm still here. In fact, I'm already strategizing another career advice related podcast. So you, if you have ideas on what you'd like from another career focused podcast, speak. All right, let's get to the stat line. This is a massive week. Get excited. Number one, 23,018 active sports jobs right now on workinsports.com. I saw a competitor in the sports job board space bragging all over social about how they bested 2,000 sports jobs. Good for them. 
pat, go pat yourselves on the back. We have 23,000. Sports jobs aren't just with teams, just to remind you all. Red Bull, Entercom, NBC Sports, Fanatics, we have them all. Those employers are on our job board right now. If you're looking for opportunities in the sports industry, 23,000 on our job board. Number two, 3,562. That's stat number two. I started tracking data for the stat line back in September of 2020. We can go back way further. We have the data, but I started tracking it on a week-to-week basis. And this is the highest number of weekly ads to the job board since I started tracking. 3,562 new opportunities added this week alone. Now, not everyone will be a match for you, but chances are you can find your match on WorkInSports.com. Number three, a little bit of quick math, not always my specialty, but if that's 3,562 divided by seven days in the week, that's 509 sports jobs on average, fresh opportunities added each day of the week. First time since I've started tracking over 500 jobs daily average for the week. That's awesome. Opportunities. They're out there, people. We're growing back. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Part two of the stat line. Job number one. The Athletic is hiring a corporate head of DE&I. That's diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, why am I bringing this job up? That's my, this is a corporate DE&I job. It might not be in realm for a lot of you out there, but I want to have this discussion. They're searching for a head of corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion to develop and execute on the athletics efforts towards diversifying our corporate team. This individual will work alongside the newsroom DEI director and will partner closely with the people, talent, and finance teams, as well as liaise with the executive leadership and employee-led groups to achieve a broad scope of objectives. Now, I like to highlight these DEI roles. I think it is an important part of our industry and something that needs to be highlighted. But one of the main things I wanted to highlight here was one of the things we talk about a lot with DEI is it can't just be a standalone role with no power to influence change, no chance to do anything. What I liked about this role, what stood out to me, was that they were saying they're going to partner closely with the people, talent, finance teams, and executive leadership. More and more, these these roles that are being developed have teeth to them. They have influence. They can make change. They can make decisions. They are integrated within other teams. I think this is a really great step. And I wanted to highlight the athletic hiring this position because it's important and we're doing good things. Job number two, marketing coordinator for three step sports in Wilmington, Massachusetts. Now, this is my perfect example. Again, three step sports. I've worked in the sports industry for 20 years, had no idea, had never heard of them before, did not until I looked at our job board. That's what I'm talking about when I say we reach the entire sports industry. Okay. So three step is the largest youth sport event and club operator in the nation. Established in 2001, they operate more than 1100 events and dozens of club programs for athletes ages eight to 18, spanning 40 States and across seven sports. Had no idea. Had no idea. That's what the job board did for me. Kind of cool, right? They're looking for a marketing coordinator with prior sports content creation and marketing experience. Candidate who can have professional communication with clients while working on various projects concurrently and work with a team to support the overlying objectives. Pretty cool. Remember, we always tell you, you see that coordinator term in there that generally means it's an entry-level job. That's a good place to start if you're trying to break into the sports industry. If you're interested in marketing, these are companies that you need to know about. Job number three. 
broadcast specialist for ASM Global at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Okay, specialist is another one of those terms. That's why I like to highlight these sometimes. Coordinator, specialist, those are those terms that stand out to you that say, this is probably an entry-level role, so let's look at this and see if I can fit for it. So in this role, they'll assist in all areas of production for Allegiant Stadium events, Position will serve as production technology's main point of contact with revenue, venue booking, sales, and events, coordinating usage of their indoor and outdoor LED video boards, ensuring that all patrons, clients, and promoter production managers are consistently treated throughout in a first-class, professional manner, producing successful events. Um, also responsible for the coordination of content delivery, import, and for and test for all public and private events at Allegiant Stadium. Sounds pretty cool. So worth checking out again. If you're interested in the broadcast space, look at some of these specialist roles. And I mean, Vegas, baby, can't beat that. Okay. Question of the day. A problem we all want to have comes in from John Paul in Chicago. I'm going to read it now. I have been offered an internship role with a smaller baseball league for the summer. They sent me the offer earlier this week and expect a response within a week. Okay. That's data point one from John Paul. Offered an internship role, smaller baseball league, sent him the offer, want a response within a week. Okay. We continue. I also am now on to the last round of interviews for a full-time position with the NBA. Okay. Data point number two, NBA full-time position. Last round of interviews. Good stuff. The NBA won't let me know for at least another two weeks which by then the offer for the baseball team will have expired. I don't know if I should ask for an extension from the baseball team or ask the NBA to expedite their process to let me know sooner if I make it or not. How do I approach this situation so I'm able to have enough time to make the right decision? And how do I communicate this to the baseball team or the NBA so that they potentially give me an extension or don't revoke the offer completely? John Paul, it's a good question. And I'm actually really happy to be answering it because I tell you for the last year, 90% of the questions have been related to, I lost my job. What do I do now? I don't see jobs for what I'm interested in. What do I do now? Should I pivot? Should I learn a different skill? Should I do? It's always about reacting to the coronavirus environment that we're in. To talk about it now and say, I'm out there and I got two opportunities going on at the same time. I am thrilled to talk about this. Thank you, John Paul. Okay. So... Let's talk about this. Let's jump in. I want to start out with some framework for the discussion. I want to just be really open and honest about this because I think this ends up being a very personal choice. And so I'm going to give you some strategies and some approaches and some ideas you can pursue, but you have to make this call because there are three scenarios that can come out of this. You can get the job you want. You can get the other job and opportunity that would maybe you as secondary, or you could miss out on both. This is a reality. I'm always going to be honest with you in these conversations. I'm not going to just puff it up and say, this will all work every time. No, there's a chance this may not work out, right? There's a chance you may not get other, either opportunity. So I want you to be embedded in this decision. I don't want it to be, well, Brian said, right? But I do want to give you some best principles and some ways to approach this, this conundrum. It's a realistic situation. I mean, you just, you might not get other, and I don't want you blaming me. I want you to take ownership for your choices, but I'm still going to present you with a process you can go. Okay. I'm of the keep it simple mindset here. Ask yourself, what job do you really want? Take the two jobs and say, which one would be my ideal? And if you're struggling, because trust me, 
there's always a preference. Don't tell me, oh, either one would be great. No, that's not true. There's always a preference. There's always one that sounds better to you. Now, clearly in your situation, we're talking about a full-time opportunity and an internship. We're talking about minor league baseball and we're talking about the NBA. I mean, I don't think I need to tell you that the NBA full-time job should be your top priority, but you needed to figure this out. Whatever situation you're in and whoever is listening, you're going to have this situation come up where you have conflicting timelines and you're having two opportunities and you don't know how to pers- per- like continue going. Um, so my advice to you would always be step one, identify which one is most important to you. If you are having trouble with that, a simple technique, right? This is going to sound like game night or something, but simple technique, write down NBA on a sheet of paper, write down minor league baseball on a sheet of paper, sheet on a sheet of paper, enunciating. Always my death now. Okay. NBA is on a sheet of paper. Minor league baseball is on a sheet of paper. Have a friend. Have them put one in each hand. Put it behind their back. Okay. Mix them around. Do whatever you need to do. Make it so you don't know which one's which. And just pick one. When they show you that answer, your instant, in the moment reaction to it. Are you disappointed it's not the other one? Are you excited it is this one? We're not asking you to deliberate. I don't want you to think about it. I don't want you to ponder instantaneously what is your reaction. That will tell you what's in your heart. My wife and I do this all the time for things we're having trouble discussing or figuring out. So this works. It seriously does in all facets of life. Go with your initial instinct, your gut instinct. You're like, oh, yes, NBA, I'm fired up. Let's go, right? If you need that little bit of help to figure out what exactly which one is a higher priority, do that little exercise and that will that will help. Okay, back to the real advice, you know, no more parlor games. Once you've determined which one is more important, abide by their schedule. I'm serious. It is that simple. We're going to get into more details. That's not the end of the advice, but it is that simple. If you've determined the NBA is your that's the job that you want and that's most important in this, you don't have leverage to go back to them and say, hey, can you extend this timeline for me? They're interviewing people across the nation. They're talking to all different types. They have a, a long list of people they can move on to. If you start to make it more difficult for them, they're going to say, no, I'll just move on to the next. Thanks. They have timelines too that they're trying to stay on. They're trying to make decisions and hit deadlines. They have people they answer to. You don't have that kind of leverage. So play by their rules. Make that choice and say, no. I need to follow this out. I need to see if this NBA opportunity is legitimate, okay? So you wondered aloud, should I ask them to to schedule or expedite their process or, I mean, just think about that for a second. You really think at this point, and I'm not trying to be rude, I'm trying to be brutally honest and deal in reality because I've always promised you all that that's what I would do. Do you really think you have the leverage with the NBA or are there some other top line employer to say, yeah, I understand you want to know and then uh, this process is going to take two weeks, but can you speed it up for me? Because I have this other thing. That's not going to go over well. So just take that out of your mind and forget that we even talked about that. Just pretend it didn't happen. I won't tell them. Uh, you won't tell them. We'll just pretend it didn't happen. So I'm not trying to sound heartless. I'm just trying to be honest. Identify the job you're most interested. Play by their rules. Now, here's where you take some chances with the other lesser, lesser is not the right word I want to use, um, second place, I guess, it's just being honest again, opportunity. You have a chance to win over both. So contact this in your situation, you're talking about an internship with a minor league baseball team. Contact them. Be extremely honest and transparent. These things do stand out in today's environment. There are a lot of people that are out there that aren't transparent. 
There are a lot of people that aren't honest. There are a lot of people that push off decisions into the future and make things difficult and don't clearly communicate. You need to clearly communicate from the moment you know you make this decision. Contact the other internship. Contact the minor league team and tell them, I'm in process for a full-time job with the NBA. I'm extremely excited about the opportunity you've presented me. I do want to keep it in consideration, but I have to wait and see if the process with the NBA goes to the to, to its logical when it when it goes to its logical conclusion or when I figure out what they're going to do next. You have to write in your own words, you have to put it together your own way, but my my point in this is be extremely transparent. I am interested in what you've presented. I have this other timeline with the NBA. I'm in process for a full-time job there and I need I need to wait and see see this through. And I really hope that at the end of this we can still communicate and consider what our and see what our options are. Um, I think that's so much more important, you know, tell them it'll be two weeks until I know for sure. So give them back a timeline. It'll be two weeks until I know for sure about the NBA. My interest remains uh, solid in your organization if they can be flexible with their decision making. Now, to be clear, they may not like this. They may say, no, we're not second place anybody. They may say, I don't want to be anybody's second choice. We're not waiting for anyone. We're moving on. We're going on to other stuff. That may happen. And that's unfortunate. But we're trying to set you up in a scenario where you are pushing forward in the best possible way for your number one option. And unfortunately, number two may not like that. That's the tough decisions we make in life. But I'll tell you this, smart people, smart businesses will recognize the conundrum, appreciate the situation, and really, really value your honesty and transparency and integrity in this process. Business ethics matter. Being a strong communicator matters. Being honest and open matters. The more you can do those things and embody that type of person can validate why they liked you in the first place, validate why they wanted to offer you employment in the first place. Being open and honest is the best policy in this case and in most every case. I mean, just it's true. No matter how many times your parent told you that, it's just good to remember. Honesty, although difficult at times, is the most is the best policy. Telling them, I have this conflict, I am interested in your role, but I have to follow this through. It'll be two weeks until I know for sure. Again, don't push it off. Don't wait and see what happens. Communicate with them effectively. And you have a chance where they may say, I appreciate the way you handled this. Um, we'll, we'll be in touch with you in two weeks and we'll see where we sit. There's a really good chance of that because I do believe smart businesses will identify the person behind the decision, you, the way you've handled it, and not just get emotionally ego involved and say, oh, well, you said we're second, boo-hoo on you. You know, like I don't think that'll happen as often as you may tell yourself it does. So our primary goal is to preserve your top opportunity, give you the best chance with the NBA full-time role, which you have identified as your top choice. Stay on their timeline play by their rules, don't ask for any accommodations, and nail their process. If it doesn't work, come back to Team B and come back, you know, not hat in hand, but like come back honestly. I just finished up with the NBA. They've decided to go in a different direction. I humbly ask for your opportunity if your opportunity is still available. I appreciate you being flexible. Let me follow through on this opportunity. I hope I can still be considered for a role in your organization. You're being humble. You're not coming out and being like, all right, boys, I'm ready now. We're ready to go. You're going to hire me, right? You know, like being humble, like, hey, thank you. 
appreciate you letting me follow this through. I appreciate the opportunity you have in front of me. I would love to be a part of your organization if the opportunity still exists. You're being humble. You're again, being transparent. And hey, don't oversell it. I wouldn't get into, ah, I knew all along that yours was a better opportunity. And you know, don't fluff it up. Don't try to go over the top. Just be straight. Appreciate their flexibility. Try to see if the connection is salvageable. Look, you could come out of this without. Like, I hate to admit it, but you could come out of this without. You could go down and do everything right. And the NBA could choose somebody else and the other team could say, we've already moved on. That is unfortunate. But remember this. You got two opportunities, pretty far in two opportunities at a time when we're on the upswing, but we're still feeling some of these roles out, right? Organizations are still feeling out they're hiring some. You got two opportunities. Focus on that mentally and think to yourself, okay, I'm doing some things right. My resume is being noticed. I'm applying for the right kind of jobs that, is getting me, that are getting me noticed. Let's just stick to the activities. Let's stick to my approach. And more opportunities will come. So take the positives out of this. You're doing some things right. Other opportunities will come. Now, if you get the NBA job, let's party. Seriously. I mean, let's have a party. If you get the minor league baseball internship job, let's party. These are great opportunities. You need to celebrate those. You need to celebrate all the good things that happen too. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be straight up. You're going to have some sidesteps. So it all comes down to deciding which opportunity is most important for your future, focusing on that schedule of activities, and then trying to be as honest and transparent and salvaging the other relationships. Okay. All right, John Paul, like I said, good problem to have. Keep doing what you're doing because it's clearly working and you're gaining awareness and you're building your brand out there in the marketplace. And if you handle this the right way, you can continue to build that brand of like, oh yeah, he's he's a good dude. He gave us good feedback and he was transparent. He was honest and he has business ethics. And I think that's an important thing to establish as well. Coming up on Wednesday, Zach Morides, Morides, I think I got it wrong. Zach Morides, who's the CEO and co-founder of Teamworks, which is an athlete empowerment platform, which is the athlete empowerment platform. They're literally changing the lives of student athletes and collegiate and professional sports organizations. They are an all-in-one app that all student athletes use and college athletic departments and professional sports teams, over 100 pro sports teams, over 200 complete athletic departments, meaning like every team within their organization, within their department, including like Alabama and other SEC schools, like really big programs. Um, And they're managing the entire workflow for all of the – at a, they're managing the entire workflow and time management and nutrition and appointments and everything for the student athletes. So tune in for that on Wednesday and it'll be awesome. All right. I'll see everybody on Wednesday. <laughs>